Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of Paranormal Changes. Today we're going to be talking about social media. Um, this includes fake news spreading on Twitter, TikTok, and other social media, and not only fake news, but our dependence on social media as well, and how it strengthened through the pandemic, and yeah, and how yeah. our perspective from social of social media. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I guess we can start with fake news first, since you mentioned it too. But like how during the pandemic, there was, I feel like a lot more fake news spreading around because like everyone depended on social media to get their news and stuff about the pandemic and about what's going on around the world since like you couldn't go out or stuff like that. Yeah. It was, like, really weird. Like, I remember this was, like, the first month into social, I mean, not social media, into the pandemic, there was this fake news about dolphins reappearing in the Venice canals. Oh, like, yeah. I I personally didn't get it because my social media doesn't really show me news. But I heard, like, a lot of people talking about it. I think they mentioned it in English class one day too. Like, did you hear about this fake news? I don't know. Did you get it? Yeah, no, I saw like, I saw video clips, but then also like just on um, news sites, like websites that said, you know, this was fake. But like, okay, it was a video, you know? And then like, it looked real. So like, it looked plausible you, you would think that oh this actually happened <laughs> and it's like no it didn't happen I'm like what okay wait would it was it like dolphins reappearing or dolphins appearing because were dolphins in the canals before i don't remember but i do remember I like, like what, what was Hallow. I remember what was going on during that time was that people were talking about how, oh, since the pandemic happened and so many countries went into lockdown, oh that, like, the environment got better, per se. Yeah, and then they were saying that, like, yeah, wildlife was returning into the cities. And then they had, like, videos of, like, uh, weird, like, forest animals walking on city streets or, like, stuff like that. And then one of them was, like, the dolphins in the Venice kennels. Ca- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it made it believable. <laughs> Were the videos? The algorithm? Yeah. There was that. And also because it, it, it seemed totally, totally like, yeah, it seemed very plausible. You think about all the other videos that you've seen about similar stuff and you think, yeah, this is just another one of those videos. Yeah. Honestly, we don't even know now if like one of the things we saw back then was fake news. I probably believed a lot of fake news in the mm-hmm. early pandemic era. Mm-hmm. Oh and my gosh. I still to this day do not know if what I believe in right now is fake news or not. Yeah. From like early. I mean, everyone falls for it. Like, okay, this is also during the pandemic, but you know how like people put like pe- the original video was like in I think in China or something like that where like people in apartment buildings were singing together because they were oh, locked yeah, up. But then, yeah, 
people put like different songs over it and then we're talking about how like oh this per- these people are singing Katy Perry's song and then like Katy Perry replied was like oh this is so cool and whatever and then, like it was like fake <laughs> and then oh, even they believe it. <laughs> yeah I feel like even if you're aware of fake news and you learn about it and you're s- very wary about it you can still like fall for it yeah because like I don't think social media is designed to give you that time to think too deeply into stuff. Like, it's fast-paced. But honestly, I feel bad for Katy Perry. Like, I would have been so happy <laughs> if these people were singing my song, but it turned out to be fake. I just disappointed. I mean, I don't know. Maybe to them it didn't, like, to some people it seemed pretty obvious it was fake. But, you know, it's different for everyone. Who knows? Maybe some people thought the dolphins were, like, obviously fake. Yeah. For me, There was, like, also a part. There was also, like, Let It Go had a huge air. Everyone was singing. No, Into the Unknown or Let It Go. I forgot. But I saw a lot of videos of, like, people in apartments singing Into the Unknown. (laughs) Sorry. I (laughs) I don't know why I started, like... Someone's singing it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I thought it was just so, so many, ra- like, yeah, fake news. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's become so relevant after, like, the United States presidency, like, the past presidency. But I feel like all of a sudden, in the past couple of years, it's become such a big issue. Mm-hmm. Like, before that, I would never think about it that much yeah honestly if i didn't learn about fake news at school i never would have like known <laughs> fake yeah, news was- well i wouldn't be as like concerned or i wouldn't fact check is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah and then like speaking of like the elections and stuff like Okay, when the election campaign happened in America, like, a couple months ago, I don't even, a year ago, I don't even remember. Oh, like, like the that Joe was Biden, also, Trump in yeah, 2020? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, like, you got oh, yeah, so that much was crazy. Yeah, really? and everyone seemed to, like, know, like, be paying attention to it, too. Yeah. Because wasn't there a lot of fake news in the 2016 election, too, for America? Yeah. I think 2016 really opened their eyes and they're like, whoa, fake news is a thing and it's going to affect our our democracy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was that. And there was also, like, you know, um, people were creating fake news about how, like, oh, the polls and stuff were rigged and whatever and whatever, and they you should do recounts and whatever. Like, and then, like, speaking of algorithms, too, you know, those only strengthened these fake news for groups of people. So then, like... Or, like, yeah, if there's something bad, if there's fake news that puts the, um, I don't know, what are the two parties, Democrats and Republicans? If there's, yeah. like news that puts down the democrats it mainly goes to the republicans and it's like what's it called extremism <laughs> extremism oh dear polarization <laughs> polarization that's oh the yeah, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was a huge thing too and then like oh oh and then you have all of these like super biased news sources too 
like none of your news is neutral. It's always either like more one side or more the other side. Okay, this insane. isn't about the elections, but in the K-pop community, <laughs> there was fake news about what's his name, Kim Woojin from Stray Kids, and sexual oh. harassment and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that everyone thought that he was guilty for sexual harassment, but in the end, like he didn't do anything and it was all fake and the k-pop community was really polarized everyone was like you have to take his side or you have to take the victim side and there's no in the middle so yeah i remember that and i remember like there i don't know it seemed convincing from the victim's perspective but then, like yeah, but the victim's perspective, it was some random Instagram post. Like it, they didn't even take the picture themselves; they took it off of some random person's Instagram. It like, was literally yeah, like, like two pictures. In the moment, I had no idea. Uh huh. Yeah. But then, like, okay, thinking back to that incident, it's like, in my first instinct was to like and i guess a lot of people do this too is to uh believe the victim until proven otherwise because it's uh what is it i don't remember but it was like you know it's it'd be um, better to believe the victim than to like yeah. support like a, a bad guy but yeah it was that and then like now thinking back it was like oh maybe it was just because there was a lack of actual evidence and there was just so much uh arguments going on that it forced you to choose and that you didn't really look past that. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know how to feel either because there were there was like no evidence. And people debunked the evidence. They're like, this evidence is fake, but everyone was like, we have to um we have to help the victim though. And yeah, I'm kind of scared to go on the internet now. Because this person, Kim Woojin, his like whole career went down went down because of like these two random people in some other country yeah i'm like no but that does highlight something really important it's like um because everything is so extremely polarized that even if something even if people were trying to prove something you would think otherwise because you would think that they're biased like they're polarized Mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but it's basically like if if someone like, in that case, if the people who were defending him were trying to tell me it was fake, I would think that they were doing that because they were biased and not because they had actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, this yeah, is like and- social media. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, like, so scary. It's like, in today's world of technology, anything could be faked. You don't know, like, what's real anymore. Exactly. So, like, okay. And going off this, like, a couple days ago, and when the um, the Chris Wu thing happened, I remember you were kind of like, you were also like, oh, I'm going to try to remain as neutral as I can this time, because you didn't want to, like, yeah. make the same mistake as what happened before. Like, yeah. yeah. But at least, like, they found lots of evidence for him. Oh, my God. Yeah, they did. And then, like, it was it was actually, like, you know, evidence that could support arguments, and it wasn't, like, Evidence that could be faked and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now there's like the Lucas thing that I'm reading online. Oh yeah, I'm, I read about that I'm too. Like, 
I want Chinese. But I think Lucas like confessed. I think he's like he didn't try to go against the allegations. No, he's like, I'm but clumsy. here's the thing. I was reading into it, and then like at first people were saying like, yeah, he he was doing this stuff. But then people came out and said that he like the the evidence that the people gave were fabricated and whatever, and it was fake. But then SM came out and then basically gave some sort of statement about how they were canceling Lucas's schedules and sending him back to China. But like nothing was confirmed or not confirmed. And mm-hmm. he's, from what I read, all I know is oh, that okay, I someone... he had an apology. I read his apology letter. Oh, what like? But did he actually apologize for the thing that they were saying he did, or did he just apologize for like, oh, I'm I'm sorry for like uh, troubling the fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to his fans. <laughs> like, okay, what are you apologizing? Like, that's not an. That's not a commotion. I'm causing this commotion. I'm, I'll try to make myself better. Dude, like <laughs> that. I I don't like those types of apologies because it's like they don't confirm anything, but they also like don't do anything. It's just okay. <laughs> I know. At least they're like acknowledging the people that wrote the statement. It's like kind of their way to show their fans, like, yeah, we know this is happening. We're trying to deal with it right now. <laughs> Just patiently wait. Okay, a couple um, days ago, do you remember a couple months ago, there was like this huge um bullying scandal? Pretty much every single group got involved with the bullying scandal. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, and then all the, all the, um, all the statements all the victim statements turned out to be false. Every single okay. one of them. But you like, know, involves the K-pop idols. Uh-huh. And I know this, and, like, um, it just made me think of something, because, like, yeah, a lot of groups had, like, at least one or two members. But you know what the scariest thing, and I guess this kind of goes into, like, pop culture, too, but also social media, is that, at least for China, um, you know how you can have, like, you know on Twitter, you have, like, Twitter trends and stuff? Well, then in China, you have something similar, but those trends are mostly bought. They're not actually trending. Oh, yeah. But they're like people, especially big companies, can buy them and use them to sabotage other people. Uh, We were talking about this a couple days ago. Yes. So, like, I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) It's super scary, but, like, the same thing happens in a lot of social it's like a lot of the stuff that you see and you think is actually trending and it's like telling you something is most often used as like a business tactic or something like that. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, all of those bullying scandals, like they were so hyped up, but like out of nowhere. And like it it would make sense that there were corporations behind that were trying to do this. The so, yeah. bullying scandals? Yeah, like okay, um, and maybe this is just I for the get case. I they would want to trend the bullying scandal. Oh, okay. Here, I'll, I'll. This is, I guess, kind of a fan theory, but also it makes sense because the fan was like a she. They have a business major, or whatever. She's like my one of my uh, Twitter followers. But then, like, um, for because God Seven had one of them too, and then this oh, was really? this is like late twenty twenty. And then, like, people were speculating that it was JYP's doing, 
because they wanted to get some dirt on GOT7 before they um before they chose to not sign with them again. Oh, do you know about like um Cube? Like Cube Entertainment. Yeah. I don't know if I should be saying their names out loud, but it's okay. Oh, no one's listening to <laughs> Anyways, pretty much um, do you know who Sujin is? Yeah, I saw this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like got kicked out, and apparently, Cube was planning to kick out ever kick her out ever since she got that scandal. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't fact check her anything. Okay, but so like that's also the idol. Because yeah. okay, first of all, how is it possible? And then like, like for this case, it was like um, for the people who like came out and talked about it, like. No one fact-checked them, first of all. But they also had access straight away to, like, journalists and stuff who would write about it. And then, like, these companies aren't doing much fact-checking either. It's it's always the fans, I find, who are, like, asking people and, like, you know, translating stuff and, like, you know, looking for... Oh, yeah, the mistranslations. Oh, my God. There's so many mistranslations. That's, like, one of the big reasons. I think the Wujin... No. Because um, Mingyu from Seventeen also had, like, this bullying scandal, but that was all because of a mistranslation. Mm-hmm. And Korean fans, they're like, it's fine, but then the international fans here are freaking out. But and they hype from, it up. like, one person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but like, sorry, yeah, I interrupted. No, I was just gonna go like the idea of trends being bought is so scary because, oh my gosh. And then, like, the more I think about it sometimes, because, like, okay, the day before um, God Seven's leader came back, like last time, he he, there was a trend on China's Weibo, and it was like he was the number one trend in China, but it didn't make sense because no one knows about God Seven in China. So it was obviously bought, but to this day, no one knows who bought it. All they know is that someone bought it and someone bought it because they wanted to sabotage them. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so scary. And then like now- I don't I like the like, idea of bought. I know. Now I look at like the, the Wave War like trending list and it's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> like, hmm. I was actually watching a video the other day about bots, and it's scary because you know all those captchas. How oh, like yes, are you seeing yes. They have yeah. to update it too much because, like, in the end, the bots become smarter than the humans. Yeah, like cause... after practice and practice mm-hmm. and practice, they end up becoming smarter than the humans. So that's why they have to update it so much and why captures are so hard sometimes. Yeah, I saw that. Is this the Vox video? Yeah, you watched it too. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it and I was so shocked by the fact that the dude who designed captures is also the CEO of Duolingo. Yeah, yeah. There's like <laughs> no correlation. There's no correlation, but it's so interesting. <laughs> But yeah, I saw that, and that was also really creepy, because, like, you're trying to stop computers from, like, replicating humans, but at the same time, you're training them to become more human, or, like, smarter than humans. It's like, what? It's, it's like, what do they call it? A paradox, almost? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but bots, 
are harder to and harder to tell nowadays. Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. It's like, ugh. it's scary thinking about. But yeah, there was that. Oh, also, we just on our list. It was like there was also a lot of like fake news going around about vaccines when they first rolled out. Oh yeah, a lot of it. I don't know. Some of it about was about. I don't know if you had it, but there was a lot about mixing vaccines, and everyone was scared to mix vaccines. Mm. Maybe that's because oh. the research wasn't as developed as before. Yeah, that might no, the not biggest thing that I saw was the fact that the fake news that vaccines would make you magnetic. Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> Did you see Honestly, guys, <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm vaccinated, but no metals attaching to my face. <laughs> exactly. There's like these people on video trying to prove to other people that they became magnetic after getting the thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. Like, I don't know what went through these people's heads or like the people who like spread them too. It's like they were so convinced. They like, there was like this lady who even went to court. And then, like, stuck a spoon on her chest or something like that. Actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it, it was so weird. But then, like, experts were like, it was probably just, like, the sweat on your skin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was also, okay, this was something that actually my parents were pretty convinced of. They were convinced that the vaccines weren't going to be good because they were developed so fast and they were so rushed. But then, like, oh, yeah, later, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, later, like, you know, they talked to people and then also, like, they did reading and then it was like, no, it wasn't because it was rushed, but it was because, like, the entire world prioritized it. So we, like, people working together made it faster than other vaccines. Because, like, vaccines for other things, there aren't, a lot of people working on it at the same time so like yeah and like that made so much more sense i was like oh that that makes total sense yeah because all the world's top scientists like got together it was like yeah. the only time when the world has like global harmony i suppose Making Actually, maybe not, because there was a lot of competitions over the vaccine. Exactly. I was going to say, but at the same time, they were all trying to make <laughs> each other the vaccine. They were trying to outdo each other. But maybe this is, like, good competition, you know, to see who makes the best vaccine. And then, like, we end up with a better vaccine than if there was no competition. I mean, <laughs> would it would be good if... People were just trying to be better than other people without sabotaging each other, okay? <laughs> That's true, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the sabotage. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> strive to be better people, but, like, don't drag other people down at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, like, just, like, from, I guess, trend buying trends, but also, like, another thing is, like, there's just, like, biased social media overall, depending on where you're from. Oh, yeah. Sense. In, like, your city, mm. your country. Yeah. Like, if your like, city is more conservative than liberal. I don't know. Yeah, or, like, if your country is more... I don't even know. Just, like, different values. Yeah. 
So like even the what's it called? Wolfers, Wolfers six. Remember the cultural dimensions we learned about in psychology? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Individualism versus collectivism. Mm -hmm. Um, Long term versus short term shopping. Work dynamics. Yeah. Yeah, work dynamics. All those things. Yeah. So like. It's kind of scary because, okay, I'm thinking, considering of going down some, like, a career path along, like, journalism and stuff like that, but then it's kind of scary to think that today there is no longer, like, true news. Journalism. News. Yeah, or, like, true media, because, like, everything is It's not even the, it's not even, like, the journalist's fault, because sometimes the person giving the tips, they're, like, making stuff up. And then yeah. to check it, it takes so much time, effort, money. <laughs> so, but also know. just because of like the the you know how you have like lots of different companies behind it, like you know you have different different newspapers, like the publishers and the people, and then like the people above the publishers, like they all have a say in it. So like yeah, this hierarchy if- makes it hard for yeah true news to get through. Mm-hmm. Cause in the what? end, they all care about like how many people read it, how like eye catching it is. Oh yeah, clickbait. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, terrible headlines. Like, do you ever read headlines that are so obviously fake, but it's fake on yeah. purpose because they want to catch your attention? It really bothers me. Yeah, like I guess you could say that nowadays the. Like, even on social media, everything is made to catch people's attention and not to actually inform people about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, at the same time, you would think that during, like, today's technological world, it would be easier to access news and information. But at the same time, it's not because everyone... Yeah. (laughs) And it's just gonna get harder and harder because there's like more AI being built. Technology is advancing. So the more technology advances, the harder it is to like see the truth. Yeah, which which is so weird because you would think that it's not that type of relationship. You would think negative that it's the opposite. Yeah, that's what the word was. Oh, our math teacher would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's and that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word correlation. Yeah, correlation. You would think that it'd be positive. Like, oh, with more technology, everything would be easier. But it's it's not. It's just easier to make more confusing stuff. No, because it's so weird to think. Babies now, they can live their whole lives just being fed fake news. Dude, Because like, if their parents are getting, like... Fake are news. Getting fake news. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't talk. I just came back from soccer camp. <laughs> <laughs> if their parents are getting fake news, they're just gonna tell their kids about this fake news and 
They'll believe it because your parents are always right when you're young, right? Oh, yeah. They're just going to, like, they're going to see a whole different world. Like, the more the generation advances, the more polarized it is. I feel like we're dividing day by day. Mm-hmm. Okay, like but also because, like, the algorithms are getting stronger day by day, too. Yeah. Like... Can people just they're stop working on algorithms? They're messing up people's lives. <laughs> I don't know. Like, don't okay. Think- on paper, algorithms don't seem like a bad idea. Like, they seem good because they're like, oh, you know, they're good for marketing and they're good for, like, tailoring your personal interests. But then I, I feel like at one point, it just went so far that, that like, now it's become what it's become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. And it's like, okay, but like like we talked about before, like with the algorithms and like the documentaries and stuff, it's so creepy to think about the fact that like you're being spied on almost by these yeah. algorithms. Ooh. And how like and they... Like, with each click, they know more of you, of your personality. And- oh my gosh. Okay, but, like, the scariest thing from the documentary was that, like, it's not just about each click, but it's about how many... Wait, did you watch the documentary? Oh, I watched, like, a couple minutes of it in sight class. Oh, really? Yeah, but, like, I remember one of the things that, like... Yeah. Like, one of the things that stuck with me for, like, the longest time was the fact that it's not just what you click, but it's how long you stare at a picture for. Yeah. They can tell that you're interested. They can tell that you're interested. Like, they can tell that you're interested even if you don't know that you're interested in it. Like, it's your subconscious. Mm -hmm. Like, you stay on it. You're, like, considering it. Oh my gosh, that was like the creepiest thing to think about. Like, so now whenever, you know, whenever like sometimes I'm talking with someone and I'm on my phone at the same time, but then like I pay more attention to the person talking to, like I'm talking to, and then like my I don't touch my phone. So now I go, oh no, I think the algorithm is going to think that I'm like really interested in like cereal now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By accident. Or like, no, that's not going to happen because your phone's always listening to you. So, he knows that you're in a conversation. <laughs> so you can be talking about you can be talking about air fryers and they'll start giving you air fryer oh, <laughs> recommendations. If, if, if ads, we get air fryer ads after this, and if I get cereal ads after this, we will have proven our points. <laughs> no, this always happens. Every single time I talk to you about something, I get the <laughs> ad related to the thing that we're talking about. Right away. <laughs> but, dear Foon, if you're listening, I don't need air fryer ads because I already have one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like beat beat your algorithm at its own game. Talk to it. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, another type of. Okay. This, I don't even know what to call it, but like maybe this is like kind of social media bias but you know how like nowadays most of the social media you're getting is from america like the u.s yeah like in terms of news and stuff 
Yeah, ethnocentric. Oh, oh my gosh. Look at us go with vocab. Psych terms. <laughs> I don't know if I used the right one. Term. I think it's the right one. Yeah, ethnocentric is like it's based more on like the Western stuff. But like, yeah, like look at all the news that's important. It's either about like the major countries, like the powerful countries, or it's about like the West. Like what's going on in the US? Like I don't need to know about what's going on in the US elections. Yeah, but I don't like, live in the US. Exactly. But somehow everyone around the world was interested in the US elections. Like I know. Like we knew every single candidate for their US election. I don't even know all the Canadian ones. And the Canadian yeah. election is like in a month. Exactly. And like we were also like everyone was around the world was so worried on like election night when the results were pouring in. We knew exactly like when it was gonna um, start, when it was gonna end. Like what? Oh. Yeah. Which is weird to think about because then it, I don't know. I'm not saying anyone's controlling the media, but I'm definitely saying that like a lot of privileged countries get to control the media. I know because there's other things going on in other worlds. Like a country can be starving right now, but no one knows about it because yeah. like if something happens at the same time as the US election, the US election will probably overtake. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Country. Yeah, which is like kind of sad. It is mm-hmm. sad. It's not kind of sad. It is sad. Yeah. So then, like, that kind of adds into the idea that, like, in order to have media coverage, you need to have money and privilege first. So then, like, it's not really mm-hmm. true media, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, okay, all of these, like, TikTok stars and everything, like, most of them are from the U.S. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows, like, everyone knows, like, Charlie D'Amelio's name. I never had her on my TikTok for you page, but I know her name. It's like, yeah, it's just all over, like, random news and stuff. Like, I don't, even, I don't have even know TikTok. Like, I don't even know the conservative party leader's name. <laughs> Neither do I. Do you know his name? <laughs> no. I remember last year's, or like four years ago, it was Andrew Shear, but now it's like something O'Connor. Oh, I, I can't even, I can't even, like, I don't think I've even read anything about the federal elections so far. No, it's weird <laughs> because the people a grade older than us, they can vote this year. I have a couple of friends that are legible to vote. Oh. <laughs> but they but don't like, know their the names. Thing. Maybe they do. Probably. I mean, one thing about Canada is like you're voting for the party, not for the person. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I don't know, maybe it's not as important as it would be in a presidency in like the US where you're voting for the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and like, I don't know if you've seen it, but like, this is one thing where it's like, um, a lot of like, leaders around the world are using TikTok to get closer to, I like, know, yeah, I saw that. I had yeah. meet Singh on my TikTok a couple oh. of times. Yeah. Like, He's also very, 
like out of all four of the leaders, he's very active on social media. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay. And I kind of talked to like my parents about this because we were talking about like voting and whatever. It's like it's a good idea if you think about um like the future generations who will be the majority in the voting population. Yeah. Like, maybe in the short term, it's not a good idea. Because, like, you know, the people on TikTok, like, half of them can't vote. Exactly. But, like, in the long run, it's a good idea because, you know, (laughs) it's kind of weird. Like, making your memory the most. Yeah. And, like, you know, from a young age, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's not even, like, it's kind of beneficial short term too. like, maybe you might lose this election, but four years from now, it's those people that you influenced on TikTok who are able to vote. And yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the and also just because, like, yeah, I don't know how much of it is also because like, because of the pandemic, you can't have like face to face talks and whatever. So then they're using social media and stuff and whatever. But like, still, because mostly the people who use social media are young people anyways. So it's like, you know, these are the future generations and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. Oh, there was also like how like Joe Biden was like getting Instagram stars and whatever to like, uh, and like Olivia Rodrigo or whatever to like promote mm-hmm. something. I don't remember. Oh. I think it was pandemic stuff. It was like, oh, like wear your mask and like stay safe or something like that. Oh, that yeah, and it was like, mm-hmm. He was like teaming up with them, like a bunch of like these young people who are like pretty famous amongst social media users to talk about how like keep your masks on and stuff. I think I think that was a thing. Yeah, I think I remember that too. I have like little pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, do you know the guy who, like, he he's famous basically for holding up a sign, and he always holds up signs that says different things on it. No, I think it's like guy with the sign is like his username or something like that. But okay, yeah. Well, basically, he was one of the people who uh, Biden teamed up with, and then it basically just held signs that said stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. That seems like a pretty nice. Job. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then I guess we can continue on to the next topic. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay, talking about signs. Do you know? Um, during the pandemic, there were like a lot of protests. Oh my gosh! Justice. Yeah, yeah. I but... think I. I don't know if it's because I recently got so. I don't know if it's because I got older and I'm more aware of the protests or if it was the pandemic that made that like triggered all these protests or I don't know. I don't know like why. There's yeah, like protests. I guess or if just like the number of protests increased. Yeah. Like for everything that we're talking about, I guess there's the benefit of the doubt that it's because we've kind of matured and then like we use social media differently now that we're like older and stuff or that because we have more time at home and we don't remember what it was like before the pandemic but me too I 
feel like during the pandemic, there were so many more online protests and social justice movements. Mm -hmm. Like at the beginning, there was the Black Lives Matter. And then afterwards, I'm probably missing a lot of them, but there was also like the Palestine conflict. And now it's the Afghanistan. Oh, I don't know, like the correct term, conflict? Afghanistan war? Not war. It's like the Taliban takeover. Yeah, Taliban takeover. Uh-huh. I don't know what that would be called. <laughs> yeah, and there's also like the Stop Asian Hate. Oh, yeah. Oh, how could I miss that one? And there's also like the uh, Me Too movement came back for like, a, there was like a big spike too, some, somewhere oh, yeah, along the yeah. line. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. A lot of them started because there were, like, incidents happening around the world, right? Where, like, oh, something happened, and then, like, the news outlets report on it. And then it, it kind of, like, spreads online. So people are getting this stuff online, I guess. Yeah, like, reposting on your stories, it really helps spreading. Because yeah. I don't have algorithms strong enough to, um like, actually show me the posts. So I mostly know about these moving, movements through stories. Mm-hmm. Same. And, like, you know how, like, even on Instagram and Twitter, you have, like, a lot of accounts that are, like, social justice accounts. And they're always posting, like, stuff that's oh, yeah. going on and stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there's that. And I don't know. I feel like... Still, maybe it's just because, like, we're on social media, online protests, they seem to be, like, better for getting international attention. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, like, even, like, okay, if, if, this was before the pandemic and then someone was like, oh, you want to go to this protest for something? Because, like, we had a couple of, like, protests where, like, people at school would, like, skip class to go to the protest. Do you remember that? And, like... Yeah, I went to one of them. Oh, you did? I didn't. Well, like... I went to the most recent one. Oh. If someone had asked me then, like, oh, you want to go to this protest? I would probably say no because it just seemed too complicated to, like, actually walk down the place and whatever and do whatever. But then... Now, it's, like, you can do it online. I guess it's more efficient. How does the online work? Because most of the protests also have, like, that in-person protest. Well, well, yeah, a lot of them had in-person, but then, like, online made it... I don't know. it's It's like you could choose... If you wanted to just, like, contribute through the online portion or, like, the uh, in-person portion or, like, both. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how, like, some of the stuff that was happening with, like, um, Black Lives Matter in America, like, you know, like, even though we don't live in America and we can't go to those protests that are happening in, like, whichever, you know, uh, states, but, like, we could spread the news online and we could sign, like, petitions online and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, petitions. I forgot (laughs) (laughs) donations petitions oh yeah donations yeah donations 
a lot of people are donating because of social media or not because of social media because social media spread the word because you know those stories where it's like each repost is 10 cents or like donate now and you try to click it but then the donate button comes up so you're like "Uh, might as well donate yeah (laughs) there's that Mm mm-hmm but then, like, I don't know, I feel like one good thing about social media, and then something that I feel like a lot of people realized during the pandemic, is that they can, social media is a good alternative for a lot of things. Maybe not a good alternative, but it's just an alternative for a lot of things. Like, you know how in the pandemic, we couldn't really talk to people outside of our, like, close family? So then, like, a oh, lot yeah. of friendships and stuff shifted to online. Yeah, and we had a lot of online gatherings with our families. Mm, oh, interesting. And yeah, they weren't like, special. I think I talked about it already in like other episodes. Oh, I, I remember talking about how like dropping off food, but not online. Yeah. Oh yeah, gatherings. we had like online Eid gatherings. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So like, you guys are just kind of like eating across the screen yeah oh <laughs> did i eat, eat like the holiday like oh, oh sorry yeah i guess eating there was a lot of no. did, did you think <laughs> i said eat? <laughs> i said eat okay uh okay okay i uh, now i understand <laughs> okay no but i feel like like a lot of like even me and you like our friendship like it, i know it's been more online. The majority of our is online now. Yeah. Because it's been, what, two years since we had an online friendship? And I didn't talk to you in grade nine. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I talked to you, but I wasn't, like, friends friends with you. We yeah. are only friends for, like, half a year in person. Yeah, grade 10, half a year. And then it was online. Wait, how long has it been? It's been one and a half year. Because, whoa, that's such a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like even like when we had classes together it was like we sat so far apart it's like we couldn't really you know talk together it, it seemed more awkward talking to you in person than it is online like, I, don't I don't know yeah it was super awkward I didn't know like what to say oh my gosh like, I remember going to class and I was looking forward to seeing you, but the when we actually talked about, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like okay. hopefully our studio <laughs> won't be super awkward. Like maybe I didn't show it a lot, but I was actually super excited to see you and talk to you. Yeah, me too. I was really excited to <laughs> I didn't know how, what to do. Same. <laughs> when you're online, you have time to think and like you know retype and I stuff. <sighs> but then, like, okay, also I'm not you know good how, at like, improv. Improv. <laughs> Social interactions have become improv. <laughs> yeah, meeting people in person is improv to me. Wow. <laughs> but like, okay, there are also like different types of people. Like some people aren't very good with like technology and stuff. So then, like. My friendship with those people have definitely like decreased in terms of closeness during the pandemic. 
Like, I don't yeah, talk yeah. to them a lot anymore because they're not on social media. But then, like, I'm the type of person who's, like, absolutely fine with social media. So then, like, for me and you, it's, like, our friendships only increase because it's just we're so much better online. <laughs> for me, I only talk to people online if they talk to me first. Um... I would be, like, so a lot of, I don't know, a lot of... But for me, my friendship doesn't weaken if I don't talk to people online because then, like, when we see each other in person, we have more to catch up on, kind of. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's like... Okay, it's maybe this is like... only with my, um, with my other Bengali friends, like, since I've known them for such a long time, having... Um... This is kind of like a break, which is good a break from talking to them or <laughs> maybe it's it it weakens if like if I started to talk to someone before like right before the pandemic and I never talked to them ever again then it definitely weakened but if it, if I've known them for a long time let's say from like grade eight then it doesn't really affect it. Uh-huh. see I feel like that's I feel like this is also, like, personality-based. Because, like, for me, I'm the type of person, like, I find that my closeness to other people increases if there's, like, a constant communication going on. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, so I'm very like, used to I don't have my own personality. I kind of just follow <laughs> other people's personalities. <laughs> well, maybe that's, like, a personality in itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, you know how they're, like, superheroes whose superpower is basically they are able to, like, copy other superheroes' superpowers? Yeah. I'm pretty much that. that. (laughs) But, yeah, no, that makes sense. So, like, yeah, I feel like for us on a personal level, I definitely feel like, like, social media has helped and also deetered in terms of, like, friendship-wise. Because, like, you can send posts to each other in real life. Yeah. And books are like the conversation starters. You don't have to. Oh my gosh, we are. (laughs) Yeah, in real life, you have to like actually start a conversation yourself. And it's always something like, how was your day? How's the weather? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can't go up to you and go, Sam, look at this post about 17's comeback or stuff like that. It seems so weird. But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, another thing about the pandemic is, and I guess we talk about this a lot, but how's like, everyone has so much more time to stay home. But, like, this also means children have a lot of time to stay home. When they should be outside playing soccer. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, in school, actually making friendships. But now they're all oh, yeah, online. And it's, like, it's, like, I don't know. It's like it's sped up a generation of like technology addicted kids. Mhm. I'm really scared for the babies. Oh. The COVID babies. People got like Or like you know that phase when you go from a baby to like a child, a toddler? Is that an infant? Wait, toddler, yeah. I call it a toddler, yeah. Not it. Oh, I yeah, call them toddlers. <laughs> No, yeah, like, yeah, like, or like when you're going from 
child to teen. Those kids like, have it the worst. What? Tween? Yeah. Tween, yeah. Because that's when you're like, that's when kids get their phones and they stop going outside. But do you know what I'm trying to say right now? I feel like I'm talking to myself. No, <laughs> no, like, like, kind of like the idea that they're not doing stuff that they should probably be doing that would help them in terms of the social interactions. They didn't have, like, a good transition. They went straight from playing outside all day to, like, stuck at home. Only with community. I would find it... I find it less serious in tweens because they already probably have friends and stuff like that. That, like, once they get social media, they just talk to their friends that they already had in real life. But for, like, toddlers... I know a lot of toddlers who, like, already know how to use iPads and stuff. But, like, for them, it's, like, how are they going to make friends in real life, you know? <laughs> it just seems really No, weird. it's because toddlers is when um some kids start to play sports, too. Wait, how old oh, are toddlers? Yeah. Like, three, four? Mm-hmm. That's when, like, your parents put you into sports or your parents put you into some random instrument. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. My personality has been the same ever since I was, like, a toddler. <laughs> and like that's also when you start developing your social skills yeah so and like yeah mm-hmm. and like also for toddlers there's no one there to restrict them like for tweens that's when like you know in school they start teaching you about like internet safety and stuff like that because like you know i guess that's expected now today in today's society to like you know inform kids of how to use social media and stuff but when you're that young you know your parents aren't going to like spend time with you teaching how to use that stuff it's mostly like self and then like a lot of these children like who are super young are just like over revealing stuff about like you know their names their their location and stuff like that and it's like super bad for them I know. They should be outside learning how to figure skate, but the <laughs> ice rinks aren't open, so they can't do that. Yeah, true. Like, like the pandemic and the lockdowns have only pushed for this to happen. Yeah. And, okay, maybe it depends on the family, too. Like, certain families, they might, like, you know, during the pandemic, they might have just, like, taken a lot of walks or, like, went out and stuff and, like, you know, stayed outside or, like, you know, gardened or something. But then a lot of families... But a lot of people become friends at the park, right? Uh But then during lockdown, some park cools down too, so... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like... There was no chance. Yeah. The world is forcing you to go back to social media. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's also really scary, because I guess, like, this is something that we would kind of know since, like, we already use social media so much in our lives. But, like, imagine these kids using social media and developing mental health issues at that young. Yeah. And, like, this is also one of the problems I feel like I personally faced during the pandemic and the lockdowns is that I had, I developed a dependence on social media and thus, like, strengthened mental health issues. Like, also just, like weakened social like weakened um what do they call it 
yeah, social interaction skills and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. And that definitely like, happened to me. I can't mm-hmm. talk. <laughs> it's okay. Because, like, you know, you're online and then, like, you only see the best side that other people want you to see. And then, like, it messes with yeah, your brain. Yeah, because no one, posts, no one posts, like, their side that they don't want people to see. So, <laughs> like, these posts, they're... It's kind of setting you up for, like, seeing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a lot of influencers, too. Like, you're seeing all these, like, people living the best of their lives and everything. And, like, but half of it is, like, edited or, like, not the full story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a picture or it's just a video. Yeah. There's also, like, um, sometimes people post on their stories, like, how they're hanging out with so many friends and they have, like, a different friend every single day. And then sometimes people can feel like, these people have so many friends. Why don't I have, like, that many friends? Mm -hmm. Or, like, these people have an actual social life. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, like, I don't know. Maybe they don't have that much fun at these gatherings (laughs) i mean nowadays the first thought that i think of is like oh i hope they're like social distancing and like still keeping safe yeah but like yeah there's definitely that and then like even not within my personal circle it's just like even on like just twitter and stuff like that like in fandoms like i have so much more time to be on twitter that like, I'm immersing myself in the, like, toxic, toxicity, toxicity, or whatever <laughs> it sounds. It's, like, it's, like, addicting, but then it's also bad for your health. Because you always want to know, like, every single side of the story of these, like, scandals or fandom wars. Mm. Just, like getting to know like why all this is happening in fandom wars it's so time consuming oh but like even like you know how like sometimes you're just reading stuff like what other people are tweeting and everything but it's always like the negative tweets or the negative stuff that stands out to you the most like there's that uh selective memory thing well yeah like that happens so much it's like i could be like you know just i think i remember the word it's yeah. Like the point and rule. Oh, is it? You know, like the point. Yeah, or something like that. It's like the most intense point stands out to you, and the last point stands out to you. Oh, it's the peak, peak so the end rule. Peak end, peak end. Yeah. Wow, your memory is so <laughs> good, dude. I didn't even remember. <laughs> But yeah, like you remember the I peak just and you remember the end. Uh huh. Yeah. But like, yeah, like Twitter too. It's like I could be reading so much and it's all like good stuff, but then like that one negative thing or that one one tweet it's about like, when, like you're wars. Through, when you're looking to through the reviews of something that you want to buy and everything is good, but then there's this one that's like this yeah. product is terrible. Nothing was right. The packaging was garbage, and you're like. Should I buy this? <laughs> exactly. Like, there's like, and, and 
I guess for us, it's like we even learned about it a bit. So then, like, we know that this is happening. We know that, like, social media isn't the real side of things. And we know that they, we have biases, like the PKN rule and stuff. But it still happens to us, and we still get, like, affected by it. So then, like, imagine the people who don't know about it. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. true. I feel like psychology should be a class that everyone takes now that I took it. Mm-hmm. But, like, not technology from the side of, like, oh, how technology works, but, like, how technology influences our brains and behavior. Like, kind of like psych, but just the technology. Yeah. Psych in terms of technology. There was a unit in psych for technology, but we only had, like, one day to do it. I remember that. Yeah. Thanks to the pandemic and quadmasters. Yeah. Yeah, see, another another way that the pandemic affected all of this, we would have known more about social media and its yeah. like psychological effects, but we couldn't because mm-hmm. it shut everything down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, okay, I guess I should ask you, like, how did you feel your mental health got affected by like social media, or like, did it not really change or stuff like that? Honestly, I feel like I have a a stone hard mentality. <laughs> I don't I don't waver that much. I also don't stress that much. I'm pretty laid back. But social media like uh, Okay, this is for Snapchat. You know how like I don't know if you know it in Snapchat there's streaks, right? Yeah, I do know how those works. Like yeah. Okay. I used to do streaks for a really long time. I had like a thousand streak with someone, so like a thousand days in a row, I would like send snaps, but it's like completely useless. And that was so time consuming, and sometimes it's stressful because like, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't send my streaks today. But <laughs> a couple of days ago, I decided to stop my streaks. Whoa! And honestly, it was like so stress relieving. Good for you. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking like I'm talking about five different things at once. <laughs> no, like okay. I've always this found the idea bad. of streaks really weird because, like, what you're not getting so bored or anything. I don't know. I don't know why I did it. It's just like it's a Snapchat technique of getting people engaged. Because if I didn't do streaks, I probably would have used Snapchat like once a week, but then streaks, it kind of forces you to use Snapchat once a day at least, right? Mm-hmm. It's addicting. Yeah. It's not addicting. It feels like a um a, a job. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it feels like a priority because it's if you break it with someone, the other person is like, oh, why did you break our streak? So it's kind of like uh-huh. a mutual thing that both of the people have to work on. Yeah, you even do it, like, a lot of people do streaks with people they don't even know. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, yeah. but, okay. Speaking about, like, kind of, like, how, like, we do a lot of weird stuff on social media because we feel like we have to like i feel like this is another reason why like i depended more on like twitter and stuff like that for news it's because we're locked in our houses but then we have the fear of missing out 
it's like we feel yeah, like we're yeah, yeah, yeah. On, like news and then like you know certain things that are going on and like different fandoms and stuff and it feels like you you always have to check because everything is changing so fast same yeah or like sometimes since i really like you know k-pop anime i feel like i'm missing out on like the western trends and stuff oh. <laughs> not only, like i kind of force myself to watch some western shows <laughs> so i get the <laughs> algorithm <laughs> to see like what's happening here what's going in on? Canada, where i live <laughs> oh wow you just have like catch up every single couple weeks and stuff. Yeah, I need to like fix my algorithm. <laughs> so oh. I'm because some people they'll be talking about a show and I'd be there like, what are they talking about? I don't know any <laughs> of this. Do you feel like that too? Like, or like some artist, like driver's license? I didn't know that was a thing. During the I hype, I was like, what is driver's license? <laughs> okay, but then I feel like and for everyone me, was talking about driver's license. Yeah. I I do know that I'm missing out on a lot of stuff in like different parts of like pop culture, but I don't really care enough. Like if I don't like it, I'm not gonna force myself to go uh, catch up with what's going on, but like yeah. Okay, I don't like force force myself. Sometimes I find it interesting, but like Ah, I give it a try, you know? I give it a try. Mm -hmm. I do feel like, though, sometimes I get too engaged in certain fandoms that I feel like I need to take a step back and re 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 find <laughs> myself. Like, <laughs> like, to the point where it's like, okay, let's take a step back and then, like, calm down and then, like, do some homework, actually. <laughs> yeah. I know on my YouTube... It used to be all K-pop and all anime. No, it was, like, all K-pop, all K-drama. And I was like, this is a bit too much. So I started watching, like, informational YouTube channels. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Vox and Kurgatsukstaz. You know, I watched mm -hmm. some science videos. And now my YouTube is more diverse because of the uh, algorithm. Yeah. yeah. And I like it like, like that. It's a good thing that, like, we know about algorithms and, like, the science behind it so that we can self-reflect and purposely try to change it. Like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to pause five extra seconds on this post about science so I can get... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, just simply searching it up to tell your phone that you're interested in it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, whenever... I search something up, and then I watch a video, and I'm like, I don't like this anymore. I, like, take it out of my search history. Like, a phone, I don't like this. <laughs> Get rid of it, please. <laughs> like, so I do that I, so much. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a good way to, like, fight against the algorithm, is to, like, use it against itself. Make yourself more diverse. But, like, of course, you have to be able to be knowledgeable about it first and how it works in order to... Mm -hmm. I know the, so you know how I was talking about the social dilemma a couple of days ago? One mm -hmm. of like, the lines that stood out to me, this girl, she's like, um, she purposely searches up like news that she doesn't like just to see how like the other side thinks of oh. 
the news just so like it's in her feed even though she she's not like a fan of it or she disagrees with their point of view but she still like looks at it just so she knows what's going on and why people act the way they're acting i don't know does that make sense Mm-hmm. And that's like the theory of knowledge book where it's like, you know, in order to change your thinking, you have to be able to uh, r- look into different sides of things in a, ver- a very neutral perspective, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's like instead of trying to uh, debate against stuff that you don't like, you should try to think about, OK, well, what has led other people to think like that? You know, like. Stuff like that. I mean, looking yeah. at this theory of knowledge in psychology class really did <laughs> teach us quite I know. a bit. I didn't know I was going to use it so much in life. Same, especially in this podcast. I feel like every single yeah. episode we've somehow touched down on. <laughs> yeah, even like in the Olympics episode. <laughs> it has nothing to do with theory of knowledge or psychology, but I don't know getting in there somehow exactly <laughs> I mean, we talked about it in the food episode too <sighs> the food yeah i think we did i don't i don't even remember but we definitely didn't <laughs> i feel like for every single episode somehow we've, we've been able to sneak in a couple like psych vocab or stuff like that i hated oh, it yeah. at the moment but now looking back at it it was a pretty good class yeah, it was. It would have been so much more interesting if we were actually like in a regular school year, but still, it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get to en- enjoy it this year since Maybe. we realize That's... how helpful it mm-hmm. is. Oh, but I hate <laughs> memorizing studies. Like, why? Why do I need to know about these studies? I guess, like, okay, knowing about the studies is good, but like writing a whole essay about two studies studies and like their limitations and strengths like I do not like that oh, it's always Get like that isn't okay. it like learning about the knowledge is fun but being tested on the knowledge is not fun mm-hmm. yeah that's also like a psychological thing <laughs> so much like but like, yeah and like I, I just feel like social media overall for like a lot of us has just become something that we now depend on maybe even more during the pandemic in our everyday lives. Like for me, like checking Twitter has become like a daily thing. And then like a year ago, I didn't even have Twitter or stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the pandemic gave us a lot of different changes in our lives and definitely social media is one of them. And then, like, for our next episode, which will be our final episode, I guess, for now, because we only planned seven, but it'll be, like, kind of, we're just going to tie everything up about, like, all the topics that we kind of looked at and then see how the pandemic gave us, changed society and the idea of giving us different, newer social norms. Like, yeah. A lot of the stuff that we wouldn't have imagined being normal two years ago but now that we just kind of like do on instinct because it's just become so normal so like yeah well then that's kind of it for today's episode on social media and then next episode we'll just be diving deeper into just society and then like the new norms of our lives and then it'll be our final episode and then yeah that'll be it so 
bye, I guess. <laughs> bye, um, have fun. <laughs> Thank you.